Wait, you forgot to record? Oh, uh, we didn't. I didn't know I was supposed to record yet. I thought I was already. I thought you were already recording. No, I just now hit the button. <laughs> God damn it! Oops. Well, uh, yeah. So uh, the right, live so people got to go. see it though. Yeah. So YouTube Live, just another reason to watch us on YouTube. Got fitted, Japan. Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Guy Faded Japan. And I am your host, Johnny. And I am your other host, Jeremy Deschner. That's right. And Faders, I'm very happy to say that this is episode number 700. 700 episodes. I started this podcast in 1990. No, actually, wait. 1960, 17. All right, let's be honest. It was 2009, a very cold and stormy night in 2009. And ever since then, almost 99.9% of the time, Weekly, we've been doing it for you guys. And I got a bottle of champagne, but somebody fucked up the beginning. So I already uncorked it. There's champagne that blew up all over the place, kind of like a 1970s porno. And uh, here we are, Jeremy Kampai. Kampai, my brother. How are you today? By the way, Faders, if you want to see that money shot that he's talking about, there's one way to do that, and that is by going on our live broadcast on YouTube. And subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We're begging, we're demanding. All the behind the scenes shit. Oh yeah, you can hear all our uh, little meltdowns and freakouts and us getting pissed off at each other. Not as bad as we used to get pissed off at each other, but still, you know, we would bicker. Yeah. Hey, you made fun of my dead mom, you bastard. Anyway. My mom's dead too. Maybe they're friends. Maybe they have a podcast. I don't know. My, My stepmom doesn't speak English. Hmm. Can your stepmom can your stepmom speak Spanish? Well, my stepmom can or could. My adopted mom could not. My biological mom. Well, that's a good question. How many moms, do you have? Holy smokes! I've had, had two three. moms and two dads. I had three, three at one, one point. I've had four grand. No, how many grandfathers have I had? Six. Jesus, your grandma's oh. a whore. Oh God, she loved the dick. <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> 700 episodes faders and uh yeah man it's been a lot of fun it's been a great time doing this podcast i've really enjoyed hanging out with all of you guys getting faded every single week 99.9 percent of the time and uh oh my god it's been a blast and uh yeah i'm Excuse expecting me, a question have- um there a seems question. to be a point zero one hmm. no you've alluded to three times now what what happened at that point zero one there was no show point that day one yeah, you said 99.9% of the time. So there was that one time there was no show. What, what happened there? 
Oh, yeah. Uh, I've done a completely weekly show since 2009, except for the time when you and Tom fucked off and then the ah. time when Tom. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So I, I'm calling that point zero 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 nine, actually. So point zero. I don't know. I'm not going to do any math. I'm fucking faded. I'm just going to have a good time, man. I'm, I'm fucking I mean, wearing my dough shirt. I'm in my office. I'm hanging out with Jeremy, my boy. And I'm hanging out with all you faders in episode number 700. Oh, 700 yeah. episodes. Holy smokes. And I'm drinking myself some champagne, some bubbly water. I like the glass you're using, too. That's a nice glass. Yeah, it's like a wine glass that's broken in half. That's kind of neat. Yeah. Got floating wine glass right here, right? I wish I had like a magnet or something. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Magnet glass. one of those on like Redbubble and sell that as a Got Faded Japan haunted glass. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. You know, they do that for some products. You know, you could buy like a little hangy thing with a magnet and it, det- it attaches to like whatever your product is and it floats. And they got like I saw all an sorts Iron of, like, Man like that in a Death Star like that. And just floats mm. and it's a Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty sweet, man. Yeah, we should do that with glasses of wine. How come we don't have that? Or beers. I mean, shit. I mean, a can of beer would make more sense. A can of beer is aluminum, right? Because it's aluminum, it's metal. So yeah, yeah there you go. Aluminum Glass doesn't work too good. The the magnetic properties of aluminum are not like the same as they would be for like stainless steel. No, obviously so, but the thing is you could hide like actual like stainless steel on the bottom. And then you could like have it like this. You thought of everything. Fucking that's what I do, man. Jesus. I'm a fucking artist. I got to think everything out, you know, fucking think awesome. twice, make one mark. <clears throat> kind of like a carpenter. Mm. Mm. Kind of like your underwear. Measure yeah. twice, cut once. Oh, man. Carpenters don't wear underwear. Neither do plumbers. That's true. Mm. So, man. My week has been spectacular. A really great week, minus the rain. I know you've been getting a lot of rain, tsunamis and hail and all sorts of other like typhoons and shit. Are you surviving over there? Nope. I died. <laughs> oh, no good, huh? Yeah, so there's right been down. a lot. Seriously, there's been a lot of rain, though, like seriously heavy rain, which uh, mm-hmm. if you if you run a bar, that fucks with your with your customers, right? Because like like they'll you'll be open like on a Thursday, which would normally be packed, but no one comes in because it's pissing down rain like crazy. Don't you get that, that one guy that shows up and he's already kind of drunk and he just wants a nightcap and then he's there for like five hours just drinking, getting more and more and more belligerent. And you're just I know like that guy. Dude. And leave. Just fucking leave, man. It's four o'clock in the morning. I want to go home. Just just leave. The rain's never going to stop. You're going to get wet. Just go for it. You're already wet. You're supposed to help your drink in your pants, for God's sakes. And at four o'clock in the morning, he goes, you guys have karaoke, right? Can I sing a couple songs? <sighs> oh, man. What is the most commonly sung song at your bar? Uh, Backstreet Boys, uh, I like it that or I want it that way. If you That's want a it. group of people to sing just loud, but even without mics, I just put that song on and everyone just starts singing, singing with it. And everyone just sings together as a group. It's it's wonderful, actually. It is a good song. Oh, uh, there's a it good Alice in Chains version out there. Some guy did um, an Alice in Chains version of that song. Wait, was it AI? No, the guy just is like a talented singer, like much like mm-hmm. myself. And uh, he just did a copy of um, of the voices of of Alice in Chains. It sounds exactly like him. You know, he did all the all the music parts and all all the singing parts. He just has like a audacity, and he he um, wired all that shit together, and he put it out on YouTube, and it's awesome. Fantastic! That sounds yeah. cool. I'm gonna have to check that. Out. Alice in Chains is great. Oh, it's one of it, it is my favorite band. 
Really? Yeah. Oh God. What's your favorite song? Mine's Rooster. Uh, my favorite one is uh, "Got Me Wrong" or uh, "Down in a Hole." Those are my two favorites. Down in a hole. Yeah. Ah oh, man. I want to fly. fly. I'm always a bit older. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good times. Oh, great song. Have you ever seen them live? I saw them live in Tokyo. And if you've never been to a concert in Tokyo, folks, it is a trip. You should definitely do that. I know Johnny mm. goes to a lot of underground like concerts and stuff, and he produces them All and the brings in bands and shit. It's really awesome. Um, there's something to be said for that. It's we have a cool, cool, cool underground scene, music scene here in Japan, especially up in yeah, Tokyo. We do. And Johnny's Johnny's the fucking top of that that pyramid. Now another scene we have here is when famous bands come over to Japan and sing their songs, do their do their shows at places like the Budokan, where the Beatles oh, Budokan, played. yeah. The Beatles have played there. I, I, Kiss has played everybody's, there. Everybody's everybody's played there. Yeah. Everybody's played there. Budokan is just like it's like the place where everybody's played there. It's just like it, it goes on. I mean, Cheap Trick, their first live album was recorded in Budokan. Well, I know Kiss has live from the Budokan as well. There's so many really? Budokan albums, yeah. Yeah, there's so many cool Budokan albums, and if you ever get a chance to go see a concert there, I saw, shit, I've seen a bunch there. I saw Eric Clapton, I saw Duran Duran there, believe it or not. Yeah, I, wow. I've seen so many there uh, at the Budokan. Another place we mm -hmm. have are, are these little tinier, uh, like smaller places called uh, Zepp, Z-E-P-P. They have Tokyo Zepp, they got Chiba Zepp, they got Fukuoka Zepp. They're usually a standing room only place. And you could go in there and there's a bar in the foyer. You can get yourself a drink and then you can go in and you could watch like like bands like Alice in Chains. I saw Alice in Chains live at the Tokyo Zep. And there must have been like around 600, maybe five, 500 to 600 people in there. And there's like, I walked straight up to the stage and it's like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Got up to the front. I'm standing right in front of Alice in Chains, which you would probably never be able to do that in the States. I mean, you'd probably get a nosebleed seat and they'd be about that big on, the, on you know, in, in your view. You know, way, way, way far away. That's true. And, you know, a 90s band that only old dudes like me and me and Johnny know, shit, we'll walk right up to the front with a beer, man, stand there and listen to them rock out. It's awesome. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, uh, 2018, I saw Def Leppard. Oh, yeah, I've seen Def Leppard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, very, very good performance. Actually, I was blown away. So I saw them. And actually, recently, I, I live painted at a nightclub. Um, I think it's, uh, what was it? Oh, wild side Shinjuku wild side small local but it's an iconic like little nightclub or live house nightclub in uh, Tokyo I mean a lot of like small band like a lot of bands when they're kind of small came to Japan and played there like Sonic Youth played there believe oh. it or not Guns N' Roses played there and um, I painted there last weekend and it was for a heavy metal show and I usually never ever pay for heavy metal shows um, it's just, you know, usually I just do more like house, techno, drum and bass, breakbeat, whatever, that kind of stuff. Right. right. And um, I don't know what version of heavy metal, what kind of heavy metal it was, but it was just like, like kind of like scream core, like, like that kind of stuff. And um, yeah, everybody that was there had long hair, leather jackets. It's like 120 degrees outside. It's humid. Still leather jackets, jean jackets, spikes, fucking patches all over the place. Jean vests with patches and stuff. Everybody had scars on their face. And, and I got to say one thing, man. These people, these people at this heavy metal place, these people here in Tokyo, Japan, at Shinjuku Wildside, were the absolute nicest and friendliest people I ever met, dude. Like I go up in line to wait for to get a beer, right? And I'm waiting, 
And the guy in front of me goes, oh, you know what? I, I just don't know what I want to order. So why don't you just go ahead of me, please? It's, it's no problem at all. And I'm like, first off, that's perfect English. And second, thank you, Mr. Tough Guy. Yeah, it was wow. absolutely amazing. Everybody there is just so polite. Everybody's like, so you miss Everybody's like in speaking English in the most polite way. Unbelievable. I've been to many different concerts. I've seen, I've, I've painted in many different genres, many different nightclubs all over the, well, not all over the world, all over like Japan and a lot of like Europe. And I got to say yeah. the heavy metal scene is by far the friendliest and the nicest scene in the fucking planet, dude. These guys are so nice. There's absolutely no reason to be a dickhead. Everyone wants to be nice. Everybody wants to be friendly. You're all there to enjoy a cool band and have fun mm-hmm. listening to cool music. So why be a dickhead, right? But if you go to like an indie place, like like indie bands, yeah, everybody's kind of snooty and snobby. And I don't know. They they talk like this, like, uh, so like I was like uh, going to the store and like I. Oh, they got vocal fry. Oh, again, I, uh, they do that kind of like that, that gargling. It's yeah, that's like a vocal fry. Gargle. We call that vocal fry. It's like their voice is like an egg frying on a pan. So they're going, uh, oh, is that what it? Yeah. Like, you know, I used like, to go to the store. Like, whenever I go to Harajuku, they buy. Oh, they, vocal they, fry. I hate it. It's so weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, indie places, indie bands. Don't get me wrong. There's indie bands that I like, you know, and I like to go to indie concerts and stuff. I got no problem with that at all and stuff. But it's just like you compare like indie people to heavy metal people and it's night and day dude heavy metal people look tough as fuck and they probably are but they're the nicest fucking people dude they're so nice i can't believe how friendly they were like i i left that place with like 20 new friends <laughs> it's crazy so i guess in a nutshell what you're trying to say is that metal rocks yeah me- metal rocks very politely very politely <laughs> very politely <laughs> yeah great and on that note johnny Mm-hmm. Why don't we take a little dive into our favorite part of the show known as let's drink. <laughs> let's oh, drink. yeah. The news. Yeah, that's right. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, faders. Uh, yeah, let's take a little break. Enjoy your sponsors. And when we come back, we've got the news. Episode number 700. I still can't believe it, man. 700. Do count to 700. It takes you fucking forever. Hey, yo, what's up, faders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I can probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2000 and each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepper. Eight Stars American Bar, located between Daimyo and Yakuin. Come get your party on. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to... 
Mitsuya Liquors. That's right, for the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right, over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need, and of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France. To New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, Got Fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right, Got Fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Are you at Harajuku with some out of town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. A Harry Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And they're worth so much more. These, are, these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So, faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're gonna get your fade on, you gotta get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. It comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your fade on in style. Proper. In Tokyo and craving soul food? Got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuvan. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. And we are back, faders. Oh man, I hope you enjoyed those sponsors and I hope you're supporting those sponsors, especially yours truly, the spilt ink. 
Oh man. Yes. Yes. Whenever you buy, whenever you buy one of my paintings or commission, one of my paintings, an angel gets its wings. It's true. It's absolutely true. Now it could be a good angel up in heaven or one of those nasty angels, those demons down in hell. But uh, yeah, somebody gets a wing. Somebody gets a wing, maybe two wings. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. Definitely buy a painting because it's all good for uh, North and South Poles, if you know what I mean. Mm. Uh, question, are the wings um, original or are they extra crispy or the new spicy hot wings? You know, that's an interesting thing. Um, I don't know what kind of wings that they get and stuff. I really got to contact Kentucky Fried Chicken and check mm. with them. But um, yeah, they definitely do get wings. And actually, I'm kind of jealous because <clears throat> I could definitely use some Kentucky Fried Chicken. Why is Kentucky Fried Chicken so expensive in, in Japan, man? Uh, because it's blessed by the colonel himself. He came to Japan one time when he was younger and... You know, and he and he sired a bunch of children, and uh, he he actually sired a bunch of children that are literally chickens. Well, that's interesting. I I do know that he jumped off the Osaka Bridge. Do yeah. you know that story? Yeah, I think we've covered that story. here. Yeah, we covered that on the show where it, it became a curse. Like didn't several it? times. Yeah, it became several a curse. Times. Mm-hmm. They had to they had to fish him out fish him out of the river. And then, like, pray mm-hmm. on them and shit and make sure the curse went away because curses are a thing. Oh, yeah. Curses are bad. Yeah. Don't get a curse. Yeah. yeah and don't don't say the demon name. Remember the demon name? We can't say Zozo. Oh, I shit. I said it again. Damn it. You mean Satan? Satan? No, the other one, Zozo. The I one did? you get from Ouija boards. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't believe in that shit. The one I thing believe I believe in, in is 700 episodes of Got Fit in Japan. Now, that's oh, what I believe in. Holy smokes, we're the longest running, strongest speaking, hardcore walking podcast. Drink, drinking. Drink, drink, drinking. Yeah, dude. Oh my God, dude. I am totally getting fitted off of fucking cheap ass champagne. Holy shit. You you already drank that whole bottle by yourself. Uh, Yeah, I'm Johnny. (laughs) Well done, sir. Well done. (laughs) Yes. I'm not saying that to like shit on you. I'm I'm, I'm fucking impressed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> ah, yes. And we do have the news. So let's get into the news. Faders. Okay. So what we have here is the top five. The top five is the top five best stories or most interestingly bizarre stories here in Japan for this week. But uh, actually, because this is episode number 700, we are going to do seven episodes. All right. Seven, seven, seven stories, seven stories. Maybe seven, I seven, seven. seven, 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 seven. Yes. Well, it's not as bad as 666. Yeah, oh, champagne, it goes straight to my head. Here we go. Okay, so I'm going to start off with uh, the first story. Okay, here we go. Woman arrested after beating husband with wooden coat hanger. Jesus Christ. The story took place in Hokkaido. Police in Toma Komai, Hokkaido, said Sunday that they've arrested a 25-year-old woman on suspicion of assaulting her husband by beating him with a wooden coat hanger. Now, see, I don't know which is worse, wood or plastic, because wood is heavier, but plastic stings. Oh, do you remember that old movie, Mommy Dearest, man, where she's like, Jesus Christ, a wire coat hanger? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Holy shit! I bet she's in. She's been introduced to a lot of coat hangers. If you know what I'm saying. So uh, yeah, if you uh, buy one of my paintings, she gets her wings. <laughs> but <laughs> she ain't no good angel. 
She ain't no good, Angel. No. Okay. Uh, according to police, the incident occurred around 5.20 p.m. Saturday, Hokkaido Broadcasting Corporation reported the husband, who is in his 20s, managed to call 110, a.k.a. 911, while being beaten. <laughs> but police could not make out what he was saying. They traced the call to the couple's home. Um, the woman told police she and her husband had been arguing when she lost her temper. It happens. Trust me. We all know this. And started hitting him repeatedly with a coat hanger. The man suffered minor injuries to his head. Police said, adding that they are questioning the couple on what the argument was about. Okay. Um, I think I kind of got this. So, all right, Jeremy, what we're going to do is we're going to Columbo this bitch, okay? So, here we go. This is what we understand. One, we've got a married couple. Two, we have a wooden hanger. Three, well, hangers are generally in closets. Four, closets are generally in the bedroom. And five, bedrooms generally have beds. Now that we know all this information, what do you think happened? He tried to put it up her butt, and she wasn't into it. And uh, there was a coat hanger close by, and uh, she she reached for the coat hanger and hit him in the head. And fucking after she hit him a couple times, she thought she would teach him a lesson. And she tied two coat hangers together and made fucking coat hanger nunchucks. Bitch's got nunchucks. Yeah, you know. And then she went after him with the, with the coat hanger nunchucks and whooped his ass. Mm, okay. Don't do that shit I without like permission, it. folks. You got to get permission first before you, you know. Oh, before you backdoor. Oh yeah, definitely get permission. Um, you know, I I think you're close, but I think, I think yeah, they're in the bedroom. They're doing sexy stuff, but their sexy stuff is a little bit different than you know most people's sexy stuff. They're doing S and M shit, right? And Ooh. shit just got way out of control. And Love this bitch, shit. she had him handcuffed, and she was beating him with this this coat hanger, and she was smacking him around the face and dislocating his jaw and just going fucking crazy. She went fucking Mad Max on this motherfucker, right? And this guy wanted her to stop, but he forgot the fucking safe word. So there he is. He's like mashed potato, mashed potato. He's grabbing mashed potato, and and the thing is, she doesn't fucking like can't comprehend mashed potato because it's not the fucking safe word. So she keeps on beating him, beating him, beating him till he gets loose just enough just to call the cops. Cop shows up. He's all in leather. And the cops are like, so uh, what happened? And uh, yeah, here we are today. What do you think? That's the, what I think. What, happened. what do you think their, their fucking safety word is? Well, it's definitely not mashed potato. It's not mashed potato for sure. Not for sure. I wonder what their safety word is. Folks, if you have an idea or if you use a safety word yourself, put it in the comments down below. And let us know what you think their safety word was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's something difficult. Maybe she spoke English and she knows like a good English word that's difficult to say in Japanese. And she did it on purpose so he couldn't say it. Like um, Missouri, you know? Missouri. Yeah, it's difficult to say Missouri here. So basically, maybe that was the safe word. He couldn't say it correctly. And she took advantage of that. And she just beat this motherfucker's ass. Boom, 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 boom. That's what you get, you motherfucker. Boom, 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 boom. And he's still saying, mashed potato. <laughs> I'll mash your potato, all right. Yeah, and she's 25, oh, no. dude. So she has all the energy in the world. And she just kept whooping his ass. Yeah, dude, 25-year-olds, man. I'm jealous. Uh, I think half her audience is 25. <laughs> and the other half right. is our age. All right. So, all right, we're going to move on to the next story.
Uh, this it. one's this one's a charming little story about a love hotel. A uh, headless body of a man found in Sapporo Love Hotel. Wow, okay. Police in Sapporo said on Monday that the headless body of a man was found in a love hotel room on Sunday. Police said that they received an emergency call, obviously not from the man, from the hotel employee uh, who had made the grisly discovery around two, uh, 3, 3.20 p.m. in the hotel uh, in Susukino district of uh, Kyoto News reported. The man's naked body was in the bathroom, but his head was nowhere in the hotel room. Police said uh, his ID had no, uh, he had no ID on him and none of his clothes were found in the room. Hmm. <laughs> Police said that the surveillance camera uh, footage showed a man and another person dressed like a woman checking into the hotel around 10.50 p.m. on Saturday. Uh, the other person was seen on camera uh, footage leaving the hotel around 2 a.m. carrying a black suitcase, which the police believe contained the victim's head and clothes. Ah, there you go. There's some good fucking detective work right there, buddy. Uh, Kyoto News reported that an autopsy revealed the cause of death. <laughs> the cause of death was hemorrhagic shock that took the uh, that took place after the man's head was severed after his death. Okay. Well, they needed an autopsy. You, what, <laughs> an autopsy. you know what? The one thing is, I think that this is going to make the most horrific fucking ghost room ever. Anybody else that goes to that room and sleeps in there. It is going to be so fucking scary, dude, because A, it's not just a ghost. It's going to be a headless horseman ghost minus the horse. It's going to just be an, and, and it's a naked dude. Oh my God. It's going to be a, a fucking a, a headless dude with a heart on fucking oh. haunting you, dude. That'd be the worst thing. You wake up and you're like, oh my God, headless man. Oh, heart on. Ah! <laughs> There's only two of us in the room. What's your fucking problem? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that is fucking crazy, dude. That is absolutely insane. Oh god, <clears throat> dude, I'd Jeez. rather be I'd rather be beaten by a 25 year old with the fucking ha uh, hanger, wooden hanger. Yeah. Oh yeah, me too. Hey, do you think that this hooker basically was so hot that it just blew this guy's mind? No, I just can't believe how she sold this this to him. Like she's like, "All right, you give me four hundred bucks, and we'll do everything." He's like, "Everything? Like cut my fucking head off?" And she's like, <laughs> "If you only knew, sir." She literally cut his fucking head off. Uh, yeah, she definitely cut his head off. Oh uh, man, that that sucks. That really sucks. That's that's a bad way to go. Um, for him. You know what? My heart really does go out for the fucking hotel cleaning lady, dude. Love hotel cleaning ladies. It's like the worst job you can get in Japan. I mean, out of it's all the gross. jobs you can get in Japan, I mean, fucking teaching English is pretty rough, but being a love hotel cleaning lady, oh my God, dude. Fucking jizz mopper. Exactly, exactly. You're jizz mopper or poop mopper. I mean, you mop up all sorts of bodily fluids and shit, dude. And not just like on the bed, on and the solids. ceiling, everywhere, dude. Oh God, dude. Probably you're fucking cleaning up like fucking toes and shit. It, it, it gets fucking hardcore in fucking love hotels, man. I mean- this is so this is so sad that there should be like a, a love hotel cleaning lady like country song or something, you know, like do 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 love hotel cleaning lady cleaning up all that mess love hotel cleaning lady don't get spunk on your dress oh you work a double shift while you got a family at home 
no secret that you're always here. Stranger's bone. Love Hotel Cleaning Lady. You're the best. Thank you. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. Our, our album will be out later this year. Please purchase it. Oh, man, this is where we're going to make the big money. Holy smokes. Forget about Jack. YouTube. Yeah, mm. that's gross, dude. You Imagine how depressed they would be fucking... They they go in there, they reach in there to pick up a towel and the towel sticks to their hand like Aah! and it could be kind of cool. They could, they how could the, that be the, cool? The, they take the the fucking towel and they throw it against the wall and it sticks. Oh, and it comes down like one of those little <laughs> sticky like um octopuses like blah, 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 yeah blah, 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 blah. yeah yeah them. that's pretty gross. They race them. They, they get they get the other cleaning ladies to throw their towel up there and then they race them to the bottom of the of the fucking wall. <laughs> they make their extra money. Gross. Absolutely. Mm. All right, your turn, buddy. Read that next story. Let's get off this. Why, dude? This story. I could talk about this story for fucking years, dude. A guy know, lost his problem. head. He lost his head at a love hotel. Get it? <laughs> yeah, we'll just take you to the hotel and you give me a little head and I'll take you off yours. <laughs> All right, there you go. Here we go. Next story. Woman boyfriend arrested after leaving her one-year-old son in car while they played pachinko. Now, what is pachinko, Jeremy? Uh, it's like shitty pinball. Like uh, you, you take this little dial and you turn it and it shoots these little metal balls all the way to the top of, of, of this glass case. And then the ball falls down through these nails and it bounces across the nails. And if it goes in the center, uh, the center has like a little cartoon that plays like a jack, like a, like a slot machine. And then if you hit like certain numbers, like double cherries or seven, 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 you get more steel balls at the bottom that you can reciprocate and keep doing. And people make a lot of money, you know, doing this thing, just like professional gamblers in the U S they make a lot of money gambling, but they, uh, there are some people who actually make a living doing pachinko. What do you think? Okay. John? That's a lot of information, but good. Yes. So basically pachinko is a form of gambling here in Japan. And uh, yeah, so I think these parents are a little bit irresponsible, but let's just read on and just see what the whole story has to say. I'd like uh, to interject say- here before you start. Um, as a kid who was raised in the 70s and 80s, I spent a long, a lot of times in, in a parked car when my mom went into like the hair salon, went in to fucking buy some groceries. You know, they just like, we're going to crack the window in the back of the old fucking station wagon. Like They crack it this much and you're like <laughs> trying to breathe. You push your lips through the window crack trying to breathe out cold air but yeah dude we spent tons of time in the fucking hot car these kids today are pussies and if you die from that fuck you that's evolution well, i don't think the kid complained I, I think basically it was the police that complained and arrested these people but let's read the story first and then we'll figure out what to make fun of right. okay police in kobe hugo prefecture arrested a 21 year old woman and her 21 year old boyfriend a suspicion of neglect as guardians after they left their one-year-old son unattended in a car at a pachinko parlor parking lot on saturday police said ami noji ami an unemployed resident of ibaraki prefecture and her boyfriend koki wakaba a self-professed musician he's a DJ uh, left Nojima's son inside a car for approximately 40 minutes at around 6 p.m. on Saturday in Taruma Ward Kyoto News reported while the couple were playing pachinko a security guard patrolling the parking lot noticed the boy in a vehicle and notified police 
See, if he's a security guard, he should basically just make sure that the car is all safe and everything's cool and the kid's safe. And that's about it. Call the police. Security guard needs to mind his own fucking business. Yeah, I think so, too. Because the thing is, it's just like, I mean, he's supposed to keep people playing pachinko. Like, he should. I mean, as long as everybody's happy, fucking it's all good. Uh, First off, it's it's already 6 p.m. when they went in. So it's nighttime, basically. Yeah. Uh, It's in a parking garage. So it's cool in there. There's not it's not like the kid's dying in there, you know, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, yeah, oh, okay. Anyway, the car was locked and the engine was running and the backseat window was slightly open. Okay, all precautions were taken. This is fine. Police said the child's health was not affected and quoted the couple as saying that they thought the boy would be okay for a short time while they played pachinko. Yeah, you know, my parents did the same thing in the 50s. And you know what the thing is? I, I think kids these days, especially like somebody that's like at this age, they got fucking iPhones, iPads. There's fucking monitors in the backseat or whatever where they can watch like YouTube and SpongeBob and all that other shit or whatever so i mean for these kids to be like locked up in the back seat of the car it's not that bad for 40 minutes you know i mean i don't think it's that big of a deal it's not great but just today my wife left me in the car (laughs) while while it was running with the you know and while she ran into the post office she she was in there for like 20 minutes bro i didn't i no one no one came to my rescue Son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, Fuck dude. Grandpa, uh, <laughs> I think you're fine. If you got a phone, you're fine these days. Okay. That kid had an iPad and a phone. I don't have both. <laughs> yeah. And he had air conditioning. I'm sure your car doesn't have air conditioning. No. Why would my car have air conditioning? Because mm-hmm. you have a motorcycle. It's true. But I also have a car. Oh. Okay, rich man. Living Next the story. life, bro. I'm living the life with all that YouTube money. Yeah. Oh, YouTube money, you son of a bitch. Okay, next story. I'm next being story. Sarcastic, folks. Very sarcastic. Oh, my turn. Okay. The man arrested for filling up a nine-year-old girl's skirt at train station. Why the fuck would you do that? Why? Wait, you said filming or filling? Filming. F-I-L-M-I-N-G. Filming, as in taking a photo. Okay, good, good. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, and and technically, I don't know why they use the word filming. That gets me off on a whole fucking different thing. It's not filming. You're taking a video. You're not filming shit. But anyways, it's gross because it's nine year old. This guy's a professional. (laughs) This guy's a professional. He's got a well. They do have cinematic. Got a boom. But cinematic mode, you're like, all right, getting all the angles and the lighting. Oh, this shot's perfect. (laughs) He's got he's got a sound guy standing four feet away from the girl in case she farts or something. And they're like, he's holding the fucking boom. Yeah. And then like, ready, action. All right, cut. We got to get the light back in. Can you get the light back in there? Please hold your knees up a little bit. Come on, kid. I'm expecting a professional. (laughs) Oh, God, dude. Gross. You sound like Cody Culkin's dad fucking 30 years ago. Oh, my goodness. All right. He'll never be on the podcast. Okay. uh, Police in Akashi Hyogo Prefecture have arrested a 32-year-old man on suspicion of filming up a skirt of a nine-year-old girl uh, at a train station who was locked in a car where her parents played pachinko. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, according to the police, the incident occurred around 3.30 p.m. on June 18th at the JR Nishi Akashi Station, Children News reported. Police said that Kenya Yoshida, a train conductor, is accused of using his smartphone to film up a girl's skirt as she walked up the stairs. What a creeper. Okay, first off, I gotta say... 
that this has got to be the most obvious crime ever because this guy, he's like 32 years old. He's probably like the size of a normal adult. Let's just say that he's fucking five foot. Let's just say he's like almost six feet, right? Let's just say, right? So he's a big guy. And then you get this little girl. Like, I don't know how tall nine-year-olds are, but let's just say they're like- Maybe four feet tall? Four feet tall. And if she's wearing a, a skirt- and and listen, and this is Japan, so a lot of kids wear mini skirts. It's, it's just a thing here. So no, it's but a for uniform, him to, right? Like, for little kids, right? They have to wear that yeah, little well, school uniform. Yeah. Well, it's summertime. They're not in school. But anyway, so if he's got his phone and he's like filming up her skirt, he's got to be bent over. Like he's got to be like on his hands and knees practically and stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is like the most obvious crime ever. I mean, you see this guy, he's like creeping down, like, like fucking like, he's like Igor bent over like this and shit, trying to fucking videotape this girl's fucking panties or whatever. Dude, I'm surprised only one person fucking called the police. I I would expect like, like in today's news, 800 people called the police that a pervert was fucking filming up the skirt of a fucking nine year old, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm really surprised about that because this is fucking crazy. Also, it says Kenya Yoshida. The guy is a train conductor, so he's wearing that blue fucking uniform, man. That those those uh, oh. JR dudes wear. So he's like, if you're in Japan, they have to wear like this, like almost like a police uniform, but it's not as cool. It's like a squared off kind of blue uniform with a little cap and some little black shoes and white gloves. Yeah. So he looks. Yep. He sticks out like a dog's balls, man. He he is very obvious. So if he's sitting there doing a pervy thing, like trying to film up some little kid's skirt for some gross reason, you know, he's going to, mm-hmm. like you said, he's going to stick out like, like, uh, like, you know, like a sore thumb. Fucking idiot. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, uh, oh dude. Yeah. This guy, oh man, his life is so fucking over 32 years old. Holy shit, dude. This guy's life is so, I mean, his life should be over. Fuck this guy. I mean, yeah, fuck seriously. Him. I've, yeah, fuck him, dude. Fucking dude, lock him up. Dude, if you're for a nine-year-old kid, dude, this guy should be locked up for fucking years and years and years and years and years. This guy's a fucking example of a menace to society. Complete menace to society. Correct. And also, you know, they always tell the children, like, you can trust train people. Like, if someone's bothering you, you should go tell the train the train guy, the, 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 the platform true. guy. So this guy yeah. broke the fucking trust, man. Like all the kids now, who are they going to yeah, tell if yeah. someone's bothering him? He broke fucking yeah, public yeah. trust. Fuck this guy. True that. Yeah, I think every train conductor should be really fucking pissed off at this guy. This guy, a lot of hate for this guy and fucking let it rain, man. Fucking shade this motherfucker. Okay, next story. <clears throat> uh, the king body found at Nagoya's Higashiyama Zoo in Botanical Gardens. Mm. Oh, man. Okay. So here we go. Uh, An employee at Higashiyama Zoo in Botanical Gardens in Nagoya found a decaying body on Tuesday. Um, According to police, the corpse whose gender and age are not yet determined. Man, this fucking news article is woke as fuck. It's gender. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fucking it's, they're it's like, gender, it means like it was uh it was at home washing the dishes, but taking care of children, but maybe not working a, a nine to five job. <laughs> Those are all gender Could be roles. Male or female or Those are sex, both? yeah. Or gender and sex different. Wait, wait, well, 
gender and I, I'm not going to get into it. Anyway, yeah, this is woke. This is woke when they they, they can't say the gender or the uh, age. Okay, the it was found at around 3.25 p.m. in a forest area in a park in Kyoto News reported. Staff at Zoo and police said that the body was on a slope near a pathway where anyone can walk without paying an entrance fee. All right, so maybe he broke in or something? I don't Trying know. Trying to get in the zoo a- free. Possibly. A park visitor reported a strange order to an employee who found the body. Police said an autopsy would be conducted to determine the cause of death. Yeah, I think this guy just tried to get in for free. He slipped, he fell, he broke his neck or something. And then he became like the park's like uh, first zombie or scarecrow. Maybe he's like the scarecrow. He's all hanging like this. His body's, his neck is like all dangling like this or some shit. Yeah, dude, this guy became the first scarecrow. Maybe the monkeys had him inside uh, inside of a room where like they were collecting his pension. I doubt that. I doubt that if there are animals or anything. Oh, wait, it's a garden. Maybe he got poison ivy poisoning. I don't know. Can you eat poison ivy? I think you can't eat it. I would not eat poison ivy. Have you ever had poison ivy? Uh, I've had like the rash. Not never ate it. No, of course not eating it, but like, I mean, I don't know about Texas or whatever. It's like a desert, but uh, yeah, Michigan. Live. Yeah. We, huh? Not where I live. Okay, like, well, well, anyway, in Michigan, we got poison <laughs> ivy. You get fucking poison ivy and shit, dude. That stuff is fucking gnarly, dude. Your skin bubbles up like the fucking toxic crusader, dude. It's fucking hardcore shit. How do you get rid of it? Got to cut off your arm, dude. Or your Fuck. dick. Well, depends That's where your you answer get it. for everything. Yeah, just cut off your dick. Yeah, fucking cold sore, cut off your dick. AIDS, cut off your dick. Whatever you got, cut off your dick. Shit, dude. Um, Yeah, so, uh, faders, that is the top five, but this is episode number 700, and I am so fucking faded, and I love it. So we're going to continue, man. Instead of the top five, we're going to give you the fucking top seven, because this is episode number 700. Jeremy, next story. All right, police to test lone attacker spotting scheme after the Abe shooting. So they're going to learn how to figure out how to, to sus- find suspects in a crowd. So it says, uh, Tokyo, the Japanese police in August will begin testing a pilot scheme for compiling data on possibly dangerous persons to prevent future assassination tips to attempts by lone attackers like they'd seen during the fatal shooting of former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, the National Police Agency reported on Monday. The trial follows a series of high-profile attacks against politicians seemingly devised and carried out by lone offenders or people who commit crimes without links to other known groups. In addition to Abe's assassination last July, Prime Minister Fumio Kishida was also target of an attack by a lone individual in April. Yeah, he threw a bomb at him, right? Yep. yep I think he threw bomb. a bomb at him and it did, and it missed him. Guy couldn't throw. He went, and it, well, the bomb went like underhand. four feet in front of him. See, that's where, he, yeah, that's where he fucked up. He's like doing an underhand throw like this, like a softball throw. Yeah, yeah you can't throw like that. Yeah, that's not how you throw bombs, dickhead. Learn how to throw bombs. Um, dick. Yeah, dick. Under the pol- under the pilot scheme, of officers would at some police headquarters would gather information on individuals they deemed particularly dangerous during the questioning or other investigative activities, and pass the data to the public security officials, who would then assess 
their threat level. Wow, check that out, bro. What do you think? They're going to start assessing threat levels of people who they think are dangerous. You know what? See, the thing is, the these two the loners they had in common, they're both overweight. So I think what they should do is just start like looking for overweight people, especially dudes with like black t-shirts. They're both wearing black t-shirts and black jackets or whatever. Yeah. So if they're like overweight dude, black shirt, black hat, boom, get them. Check, get them, check. Ready. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's it. I don't know. They're well, going to have to have a rule. But also, I think we're, we're, mm. wasn't the guy who shot Shinzo Abe. He mm-hmm. was he shot him because his mom was into, into some crazy fucking religion, right? Yeah, it was like a Christian cult. Some kind of Christian fucking craziness, magical religion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no, well, I don't want to get into it, but anyway, yeah. So, well, <laughs> maybe. I, <laughs> I know, I know. But, uh, well, how can they fucking like gauge people? They're like, this guy looks like a religious nut. Get him. <laughs> uh, a, if you believe in magical things and you're an adult, get him. <laughs> but but nobody look well i mean it's hard to determine what somebody looks like that's into that kind of stuff i don't know so um yeah kind of hard i don't know so i mean but these guys are all joking aside these guys look like normal people when they showed up they look like i mean one was a college like one guy looked like a college student and the other guy looked like a businessman so if they're going to start like scoping people on by the way they look you you're right they're like all college students bad all businessmen bad i mean fucking so that doesn't really make any sense you know what I mean, I'm saying? Security 101, shouldn't there be like at least a, maybe 30 feet between the main person and, and the crowds, right? You should let definitely not let people walk directly right up next to the people. Because I, you know what? I knew a guy, and this is like, oh, uh, the guy's already left Japan, and this is like 20 years ago. You know in Japan how when they're doing like um, uh, election time, they, they bring out those vans, and the top of the van has a platform on it, and the guy goes to the top of the van on a ladder and yeah. he starts giving out like his his campaign he's like he's, he's really he's up there campaigning and stuff he's got the sash on he's got flags around I know. yeah 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 yeah. up and down my street this yeah. guy who i knew he's not a friend of mine a guy who i knew uh he used to sing in a, in a in an indie band by the way anywho he's drunk as fuck maybe a little bit something else he walks up on top of the fucking van with him and he's just standing there right next to the guy who, while he's campaigning, so there's like the guy who's campaigning, talking on the mic. There's two or three people up there with him, holding flags with his name on it and shit. And my Whoa. buddy, who's, who's my buddy, who's like a normal fucking dude from England, is standing up there with him. And no one really, no one realizes. Oh god, there's a fucking weirdo foreigner with long hair standing up there with us. He's like right next to the guy. And suddenly, after like f- three, four minutes. Someone realizes that, oh, there's a gaijin up here, and they grab him, and then they, they fucking make him go down. And then nothing happened to him after that. He just he had a, he had a fucking laugh, and then they walked on. Wow, that's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I don't think that would happen now. I think that now there's no, more security. You'd probably get yeah, killed I, or go to jail or something, man. Oh, you'd definitely. you wind up in one of our stories, man. <laughs> oh, shizzle. Oh, shizzle. Okay, all right. So here we go. Uh, that was uh, story number six. So I'm going to do story number seven. Go Here for we it, go. <clears throat> Let's go on with a bang. Woman arrested after trying to flush newborn infant down toilet. Now, faders, I'm going to warn you. This is a story that we normally do for uh, Got Fitted Japan after dark. But this is episode number 700. So uh, <laughs> I fasten your seatbelt. Yeah. Uh, police in Nagoya, IG Prefecture, have arrested a 34-year-old woman on suspicion of corpse abandonment, which is a serious crime, after she allegedly placed her newborn son in a toilet 
at her boyfriend, soon to be ex-boyfriend's apartment and tried to flush it. Man, I, I wonder what kind of a flusher she had. I bet I bet it was a Toto. Her boyfriend goes in there afterward and is like, Jesus Christ, what the hell have you been eating? <laughs> Mexican food. Yeah, sorry uh, about that. Jesus. Police said Aya Hanazawa, a salesperson, has admitted to the allegation Kyoto News reported. Oh, I know her. That she, oh, my God. You know her? She's the baby flusher. Dude, you got to fucking take her out of your fucking Instagram friends list yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, Kyoto News reported that she told police she admitted to flushing her infant down the toilet between 8.30 and 9 a.m. So for 30 minutes, she was trying to flush this kid down uh, at the apartment in Maito Ward on Saturday, but she was unable to do so because the 30 centimeter long infant got stuck. 30 centimeters. How big is that? Size of my foot. Like a football? This is the size of a football? Basically a football, yeah. Oh, shit. What was she thinking? My God, dude. All right. Uh, last line of the story. Her boyfriend was not home at the time. Thank God. Well, he's got a good alibi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be around her if she's taking 30 centimeter dumps on the on the reg. <laughs> oh, my God. And scene. Oh, my gosh. Well, that is pretty fucking crazy, dude. Holy smokes, man. Um, Yeah. Uh, if I had a if I had a girlfriend, like, of course, they don't because I'm married. But if I had a girlfriend and I had a baby and she did something like this to me, oh, my God, I would so break up with her. Oh, geez, dude. I mean, oh, wait, was she preggers and she had the baby or it was just a baby she had? And she's like, you know what? Fuck this baby. Which one it was it? Say. It says newborn son in the toilet at her boyfriend's apartment. You think she had the baby there? I don't and know, man. Like, but if he, he he he's into like little chubby chicks, man. Maybe he, he likes the girl with a little bit of belly on him. And she goes in the bathroom. Hey, I'm gonna go take a shit. I'll be back in thirty minutes. And she walks into the <laughs> she, she walks into the toilet and you hear. Oh, hey, man. did you just try to flush a baby down the... No, I had a burrito. Get the fuck out of my way. Yeah. Oh, my God. Her boyfriend was not home at the time, so maybe he's... <laughs> well, where was he at 8.30 in the morning? 8.30... Well, he was maybe fucking running away from a person taking 30-centimeter shits. <laughs> you don't want to stick around that fucking one-bedroom apartment where the where the toilet's right behind your sofa. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's, it's not going to be fucking friendly to your ears, man. Oh my God! So you think nose. she had the baby and then tried to flush the baby in the toilet? That, that makes sense, actually. Oh, dude, this is fucking way. I hope nobody out there is eating lasagna. Oh God! That's what I'm saying, bro. Can you imagine the the noise that would have made? She's in there going, ha, ha, blunk, blunk. Austin Powers, dude. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, this is pretty fucking hardcore. Oh my God! Hardcore. That's terrible. Oh, Jesus. Little baby splashing. Get me out of here. Don't flush it. Oh, my God, dude. Because it doesn't say whether the baby was alive or dead. I'm pretty sure it's dead. I can't imagine. She got arrested, dude. Was it corpse abandonment or baby abandonment? No matter what, I think the kid's dead. Yeah, fuck. This is crazy. Maybe she dropped a couple deuces, boop, boop, and then the baby dropped out on top of those deuces. 
Then she tried to just flush the entire mess. Bro! All right, faders. Thank you very much for tuning in to this very <laughs> special episode of Guy Faded Japan. And uh, yeah, 700 episodes. Um, faders, in all seriousness, I mean, we've had, we've had ups, we've had downs, we've had good times, we've had crazy times. And I, I really, really enjoy every single episode that we've had together. I really enjoy fading with you guys. Like fucking like coming here on Got Faded Japan and hanging out with my boy Jeremy and uh, having some drinks and uh, talking about like our, our crazy weeks here in Japan and all the fucking crazy shit that we do. And just like and then reading the news, all the interesting, bizarrely fucking weird news that we fucking read and stuff and having fun talking about that and stuff. It, it, it's it's priceless. It's it's really special. And um, we, we really, really enjoy it. And I think that's like why we're never going to stop. I mean, I mean. Maybe we'll go another 700 episodes and then we'll call it quits after that. You know, maybe after 700 episodes, uh, AI will take over. But actually, probably after another like 10 episodes, AI will take over. And they're like, we can do a better God Faded Japan than you. Okay. All right. And then we're like, okay, yeah, do it. And then maybe they are better. Who knows? But um, anyway, seriously, come by to all you guys out there listening to us and watching us on YouTube and just enjoying God Faded Japan and enjoying getting faded with us and stuff. And we hope that you're enjoying all our other fucking formats that we're adding on and stuff like of course instagram facebook twitter tiktok uh youtube of course as i just mentioned and of course patreon and we're on patreon so if you can support us on patreon if you could if you've been enjoying us on patreon that's awesome too jeremy is there anything i left down is there anything else what would you like to say man i'm talking too much i'm drunk all right, here's what we should do, folks. Anybody out there who's inter- interested in art, please go to Johnny's website and check out thespillink.com oh, and try to buy a painting. If anyone wants to commission Johnny painting a dead baby in a toilet, fuck yeah, we can do that. <laughs> I can do that. Johnny's going sort you out, man, with a dead baby in a toilet painting. and It'll be an original painting, and you'd have a, a lot to talk about with your friends when they came over and saw that thing up on your wall. <laughs> you can tell them well, about the story. You can inter- introduce them to the podcast. Look... This is what I do with my time. This is what I do with my with my money. I buy these kind of things. Anywho, mm-hmm. if you want to support the show, you can go to YouTube and fucking share our videos with your friends. Like it. Watch our videos all the way to the end. Um, you know, check out the clips. Even if you've already watched the show, check out the clips because we throw in a bunch of uh, animations, a lot of little side jokes and stuff like that. And you're really going to mm-hmm. get a kick mm-hmm. out of them. And some of them are like five minutes long, ten minutes long. You don't have to sit through a whole show, but you get the best parts of, of both worlds by doing that. So, anywho, yeah. folks. If you have some time, sign up for our YouTube. Help us get to that 1,000 follower mark. We would really appreciate that. And uh, here's to my buddy Johnny for 700 shows and uh, hopefully to at least another 700, maybe more. Hopefully more. Hopefully. Or maybe we'll do 699 and just fuck with you guys. Who knows? But, uh, yeah. And also, I mean, come on, Jeremy. You've got one of the best bars in Fukuoka. Faders, when you come to Japan, make sure that you go to Fukuoka. You know, the thing is, all right, I'm going to be honest, Faders. A lot of people don't go to Fukuoka. They come to Japan on their vacation and they're here for two weeks or three weeks and they spend the whole fucking time in Tokyo or they come to Tokyo and then they go to uh, uh, Kyoto, right? Now, yeah. Kyoto is a beautiful, beautiful place. I love I like Kyoto. It. The people there are amazing. It's, it's spectacular. But it's like Disneyland at this point. I had a friend that went to Kyoto and he said, dude, it's full of fucking tourists you can't do anything without tourists fucking like being there and like causing trouble and just like you know it's just like if you want to go to any shrine you're gonna have to wait you gotta wait in line and stuff it's 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 great but it's uh. and so the thing is if you want to get the real japan outside of tokyo 
Fukuoka, I think, is the place to go. And when you go there, there's a bar where you can go and feel comfortable, relaxed, enjoy some delicious food, and drink some strong, good drinks at a good price. And, Jeremy, I forget the name of this bar. How dare you, sir? The name of that bar is Eight Stars American Bar. And I am the Mm -hmm. owner and proprietor of that shop. And I would love for you to come by and tell us how much you love the podcast. Uh, We get a lot of people from our show, I mean, from my bar, that listen to the podcast. They listen to it because they want to learn how to speak English. They want to hear um, native English speakers talking and be able to rewind it and check it out and go over like words they didn't catch. And then they come into the bar and ask me, what did Johnny mean when he said flushing baby down toilet? You know? <laughs> so like they come in and ask me these kind of questions. And I'm like, oh, what he was trying to do is he's, you know, trying to just explain this, the news story. And then we go into conversations about that and Everyone has a good time. We all order drinks, sit back, and we will laugh and talk about the show. But, yeah, if you come to Fukuoka, definitely stop by my place and uh, say hello. Oh, yeah. Dude, on that note, Faders, thank you so much for 700 episodes. It really means a lot to us, and uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, we look forward to uh, serving and baiting with you for another 700. On that note, kampai. Motherfuckers, kampai. And peace. Go fuck yourselves. My little brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Will you eat till mom finds out, buddy? I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Out of the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is a fucked up repugnant shit. Suicide, it's a suicide. Eh, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.